Says Red Ranger, putting in the work, holding my team down. The cousin, everyone's secrets is why they call me a clown. Walking that talk, you know, I'm backing it up. All these spiritual gains, you know, I'm backing them up. Got divine energy, now we are full of this stuff. But you to worry about your wallet, try to fatten it up. So step back, cause it's all negative content. And now you got this Margaret Bard on contract. Digging at the root, for to make hard decisions. We're holding the truth, but got you stuck in this position. Trapped in their own darkness while they battle in light So I'm a pass, homie I'm over the line of it Completely turned off Yo, the big tradition politics You can find us over here Chilling, living in peace I'm not here all the drama, yo Just let me be Time for me to take a walk, y'all Time for me to take a walk, y'all Time for me to take a walk, y'all No doubt Time for me to take a walk, y'all. We surrounded by the septicons. Big tradition politics. We surrounded by the septicons. Big tradition politics. We surrounded by the septicons. Big tradition politics. We surrounded by the septicons. Yeah, so I'ma be over here if y'all need me Moving forward on my own, yo, a freelance priest Gonna walk my own path, keep speaking my truth Just doing what I do, homies, hail the muse I pray for peace, I pray for love I pray for clarity for all involved I pray for the day that we can all be as one Till then, try to not get surrounded by the septicons <laughs> You know I should try for me to take a walk, y'all yo. Time for me to take a walk, y'all. Time for me to take a walk, y'all. Time for me to take a walk, y'all. Surrounded by the Surrounded by the Welcome to another episode of the Music and the Goddesses Old Podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. You just heard a brand new track from Cloud Pagan Rapper called Decepticon. For today's show, we're going back to 2019 to revisit the Yule Christian episode that she voted to hear again on this podcast. Before we jump into today's topic, I have some quick announcements. 
I've got two polls for your input, one to choose a new logo, another to help me decide which podcast episodes to revisit. Don't miss this chance to vote. Click the links in the show notes or scan the QR codes on the blog and Substack page. Act fast, these polls are open for just a month. For the logo, if last month's winner still in the top spot gets chosen again, this could be the final one. New listeners, you're more than welcome to join in. You'll find the links to both polls in the show notes. Canadian Pagan Musicians, here's your chance to shine on the music from the Goddesses Well podcast. This is your opportunity to showcase your talents to listeners worldwide. International musicians, you're more than welcome to join in as well. Feel free to reach out and be a part of the Music from the Goddesses Well podcast community. I'd love to invite you to check out my newsletter at musicgoddesswealth.substat.com. Choose the subscription that suits you best, $7 per month, $70 per year, or a free subscription. Your support means the world to me. Stay tuned for an upcoming poll where I'll be seeking your input on possible extra benefits for podcast subscribers. Excited to share show ideas, suggest spirit guides, or discuss dream symbols? Let's connect. Find me on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, X, Mastodon, Threads, or visit my blog at goddesswalt1.wixsite.com forward slash home. I can't wait to hear from you and make this podcast experience even better. Now I am going to talk about revisiting the Yale Christian Pagan episode of 2019. I feel sorry for anyone who is crystal pagan these days. Mainly it's because some people from the alt-right wing are creating a negative impression of all Christians. In the early years of this show, I used to share announcements about global pagan events at the start of every episode. However, I stopped doing that not only due to the pandemic, but also because it took up too much time for me. There is also mention of a WordPress website that I no longer use for this show, and I updated some links for you to look at. Let's go back and revisit the Yule Christian Paganism episode of 2019. Christmas time may always be the saddest time of year But if misery loves company, let's play at solitaire If you've any thought to our forgotten dream Here's a swallowed prayer and not so silent scream Please don't chop another Christmas tree Please just let her live and let her breathe Spare the little flower as you didn't spare my heart Tend each thirsty flower, don't tear her apart Please don't axe another evergreen Please don't make that cut however clean Bless each fragrant nettle and how happy she will be Cradle every blossom and kiss them for me 
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Christmas Dirt by Nellie McKay. I would like to do a shout out to two loyal listeners out there. They are Gina and Don. They both donated some money to the Music from the Goddesses Vault GoFundMe page. Now I can finally get this podcast a website and a blog. If you would like to donate some cash, you can either click on the link on the show notes or go to the GoFundMe page and look for Music from the Goddesses Vault. I'm going to announce the new website on Facebook and Twitter, so go on to either of them and check back often. My overall goal is to raise $2,000 for the podcast. However, now that I got the webpage out of the way, next I need $120 to pay a SOCAN tariff. SOCAN is a Canadian singer-songwriter organization. Their tariff is more like Creative Commons, a way for me to pay all the musicians that you hear. These people are not rich. They are hard workers like you and me. And this tariff, or Creative Commons, gives me the chance to play their music legally. 
I used to pay $105 every year. But thanks to the bully, U.S. President Donald Trump, the SoCan tariff prices went up. I don't know by how much. So my guess is right now that I need $120. If you want to donate a little bit of money to the podcast GoFundMe page, please do so. The deadline to pay for this license is Friday, February 1st, 2019. Anyway, here are the events coming up, hopefully in your area. If you are a pagan living in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, there's the Edmonton Pagan Meetup sponsored by Northern Gaia happening on the second Wednesday and fourth Tuesday from 7 p.m. till 10 of every month. Now the meeting place is confusing on which Vox, so you might have to join to find out. It's either at the second cup at Churchill Square or on the second Wednesday, it'll be at Tim Hortons on 10665 Jasper Avenue or on the fourth Tuesday at Tim Hortons on 112th Street and 85th Avenue by the University of Alberta. It's a coffee meetup for all different paths. The only way that you can join is by going to meetup.com and look for the Edmonton Pagan Meetup Group. I have to apologize to all the U.S. pagan men out there because this next event is for women only. If you are living in California in the U.S., the Daughters of the Goddess wants you to come celebrate Winter Solstice and Lucina, Swedish Goddess of Kindness, Charity, Health, and Protection. It'll be on Friday, December 21st, somewhere in Concord, California. It's best to check back with them close to the date, but you must RSVP before that. For more information on this event, go to daughtersofthegoddess.com. For those of you listening in Australia, on Thursday, December 6th, the Alter Grove is having their Word, that's Word with the Y instead of an O, web circle at the Alter Grove at the Glen, located at 9921 New England Highway in Glen Innes, New South Wales, at 6.30 in the evening. It's a social gathering that is held on the Thursday closest to the dark moon. They do crafts and rituals as far as I can see from the website. Men, women, and children are welcome, and it's free to attend. For more information, go to theeldergrove.com forward slash wordwebcircle.html. All the links will be in the show notes. Before I go on to today's topic, I did read a Vice article called Racists Are Threatening to Take Over Paganism. By the way, I did do a podcast on racism and paganism last year. If you read further into the article, they talked about the most notorious alt-right reconstructionist pagan named Shauna Finer. Quoting the article here, Feiner sees Christianity as a violent, foreign, Jewish religion that was forced onto European peoples. On the other hand, Odinism is the final stage of deprogramming, she told me. Otherwise, she not only offended people of one religion, but two. What do y'all think? I am not going to do another Yule episode. However, I'm still going to play some of that music. Instead, I'm going to focus more on a subject that some, not all pagans, have a problem with. Christianity. However, the focus is more on Christopaganism, Christian and Trinitarian Wicca, otherwise three branches of paganism with a Christian bent to it. I'll explain what those are after you hear this favorite Yuletide pagan song called The Christians and the Pagans by Dar Williams. Called your uncle, said we were up here for the holiday Jane and I were having solstice, now we need a place to stay And her Christ-loving uncle watched his wife hang Mary on a tree You watched his son hang candy canes all made with red dye number three He told his niece it's Christmas Eve, I know our life is not your style She said Christmas is like solstice and we miss you and 
it's been a while So the Christians and our pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground the best that they were able Just before the meal was served, hands were held and prayers were said Sending hope for peace on earth to all their gods and goddesses Great. The tree plugged in, the meal had gone without a hitch Till Timmy turned to Amber and said, is it true that you're a witch? His mom jumped up and said, the pies are burning And she hit the kitchen, and it was Jane who spoke She said, it's true, the cousin's not a Christian But we love trees, we love the snow, the friends we have, the world we share And you find magic from your God, and we find magic everywhere so the Christians, Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able And where does magic come from? I think magic's in the learning Cause now when Christians sit with pagans, only pumpkin pies are burning Tried to do the dishes Her aunt said, really, no, don't bother Amber's uncle saw how Amber looked like him And like her father He thought about his brother How they hadn't spoken in a year He thought he'd call him up And say it's Christmas and your daughter's here He thought of father's sons and brothers Saw his own son tug his sleeve Saying, can I be a pagan? Dad said, we'll discuss it when they leave so the Christians, Christians and the pagans sat together at the table Finding faith and common ground, the best that they were able Lighting trees in darkness, learning new ways from the old And making sense of history and drawing warmth out of the cold When I was looking for information on Christian paganism, I didn't find much until I found three different groups, which are Christopaganism, Christian and Trinitarian Wicca. Each of these forms of Christian paganism are similar but are different in some respects. The similarity is that Christianity can coexist with paganism. I'm going to explain all three separately, starting with Christopaganism. What Christopaganism is, is that it's a spirituality that combines the beliefs and practices of Christianity with the beliefs and practices of paganism. They believe in merging Jesus Christ and his teachings with the spiritual nature of Mother Earth. Christopaganism value experience over dogma. Otherwise, it's not forced upon you like most of Christianity has been doing. Rather, it happens organically in anyone who allows the Holy Spirit, Mother God, or whichever Christian deity to speak to and through them. Some Christopagans view Jesus Christ as a God. Others view him as the prophet. And there are those that view him as just a cool dude. Being an eclectic pagan myself, I will talk about that in a later show, I see Jesus as a cool Reiki master. Some Christopagans worship Jesus alongside his mother Mary. If you want to know more about Christopaganism, there are two books that I have found that you can order on Amazon. One is called Christopaganism, An Inclusive Path by Joyce and River Hingingbotham. The second one is Jesus and the Goddess, Living into a Christian Pagan Theology by Reverend Claudia Hall. I will be talking about Christian Wicca, 
But first, this next Yuletide song is one that I enjoy listening to. Santa Claus is Pagan 2 by Emerald Rose. And if you are a merry witch, she'll bring you all the best. So get that star up on the roof and bake those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan too. He's got that Buddha belly and his top's the Holly King. You dressed him in that British coat, the cap's a Nordic thing. You took the horns right off his head and stuck them on his deer. But he still flies high like Jupiter with a belly full of beer. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get that star up on the roof and make those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan too. Now history says Christ was likely not a Capricorn. But if you want to share our Yule, we don't care when he's born. Come celebrate the dawning of the Sun King's bright rebirth. And if you practice what you preach, we'll all have peace on earth. Hey, Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get that star up on the roof and make those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan too. Now Santa's way more jolly than most Christians would require And if you weren't so busy, he'd be dancing around this fire Yeah, you can call it Christmas, you got his way outgunned But just you wait till Beltane, then we'll see who's having fun Hey! Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best So get that star upon the roof and bake those cookies too Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan too. Hey! Santa Claus is pagan too, just like all the rest. And if you are a merry witch, he'll bring you all the best. So get that star upon the roof and make those cookies too. Cause Christmas time is really Yule and Santa's pagan For the spirit guide of the week. This week's spirit guide is not only Sumerian, but also Babylonian, Assyrian, Canaanite, Hebrew, Mandian, Persian, Sabaean, and Arabic. She also does appear a little bit in the Christian Bible. Today's spirit guide is Lilith. She is the spirit of darkness and night. Lilith has dominion over sexual desires, erotic dreams, and sacred sex magic. She was originally a wind spirit who was associated with trees. One thing is for sure is that Lilith is a wild and free spirit who cannot be chained or contained. In the Jewish Bible, she is Adam's first wife. However, her relationship with him was contentious. Lilith refused to take direction from Adam. She would rather be equal to him than a subordinate. And that's why they separated. In the Christian Bible, Lilith is more of a black Madonna. What you can offer Lilith on your altar are the following. Frankincense, plates of jam, tea, baby dolls, images of the animals she loves, and trees. You can create a wilderness for her, or offerings may be placed on an altar indoors or outdoors. 
That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That was Lilith by Windy Rule. I should have mentioned Christian Wicca first, because like paganism, it is an umbrella term. 
It is based on the teachings and the practices of the Bible, Wicca, Kabbalah, and Gnostic Gospels. Most of the practitioners of this path believe that God is manifested to us through the Father, the Son, and the Mother. To the Christian Wiccans, the Holy Ghost Spirit is female and is referred to as the Spiritual Mother. The popular Christian Bible forbids anybody worshipping Jesus' mother Mary because she is a mortal woman. Since paganism is polytheistic, Christian Wiccans place Mary on the same level as God himself. Also, the Christian Wiccan view of sin is different from that of the Bible. The popular Christian belief is that we are all born sinners. The Christian Wiccan belief is that sin is created as a result of our actions. There is another book that I found on Amazon on the subject called The Path of the Christian Witch by Adeline St. Clair. Go check that one out. Here's Trobar de Morte with Yule, The End of Darkness.
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Here's another dream symbol with many different interpretations. I'm only going to mention a few here. Today's dream symbol is dogs in dreams. Dogs in dreams usually represents intuition, loyalty, generosity, protection, and fidelity. If you dreamt of buying a dog, it means that you have a habit of buying friendships or buying compliments and favors. If you dreamed of a dog that is vicious and or growling, represents some conflict with yourself. If you had a dream where a dog is barking ferociously, symbolizes your own habit of making demands on people and controlling the situation around you. If you dreamt that a dog bites you on the leg, it means that you have lost the ability to find balance in your life. If the dog bites you on the hand in your dreams, that represents disloyalty in your waking life. If you dreamed of a happy barking dog, that symbolizes your own pleasures and social activity. And to dream that a dog is dead or dying means a loss of a good friendship or your instincts are deteriorating. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. That was Dog by Lemuria. So the last of the Christian pagan path is called Trinitarian Wicca. They do not consider themselves as Christian Wiccans or Crystal Pagans. Their beliefs are Christianity mixed with Alexandrian and Diana Wicca. Trinitarians work exclusively with the goddess-inclusive Christian pantheon. Otherwise, they work with Mother Mary, Eve, Mary Magdalene, and all the other women in the Bible. Practitioners of the Trinitarian path do celebrate the Wiccan way, 
observing the eight Sabbaths and thirteen Esbets. They also do uphold the Wiccan read, do as ye will, but harm none. Church dogma to the Trinitarians does not have a place on this path either. Some other things that don't have a place on this path are concepts like original sin, salvation, baptism, heaven, hell, and Satan. These are not conflicting topics to Trinitarian practitioners. If you want to find out more about Trinitarian Wicca, you can always Google that, and I do have one link that you can find in the show notes. Here's another myth. This next story comes from TheMainLesson.com. The website is actually called The Baldwin Project. This story also comes from Old Hungarian Fairy Tales by Baroness Orsi, and it's called The Twin Hunchbacks. Once upon a time, long, very long ago, in the midst of fairyland, there stood an extensive forest, so large that it would take many, many days to walk across it. In fact, it was an enchanted forest. For all night, it was the haunt of all the little fairies in the neighborhood. They would skip and dance there all night long and far into the next day. But the moment the noonday sun streamed down upon them, they would all run away and go into bed inside the water lilies and pink lotus and leave fairy rings on the grass to mark the place of their nightly revels. There was a lovely glade in the forest with a large pond in the middle and tall dark trees around, which was a specially favored spot with all the fairies and elves of the forest. Three little fairies particularly were there who used to come here every morning at sunrise and enjoy themselves to their heart's content. They were especially fond of a dance they have invented, which consisted in holding hands and twirling around and singing all a while, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. Well, one day, a little hunchback woodcutter, who was out very early in the morning gathering chopsticks, suddenly came upon the lovely glade, and there before him, he saw three little fairies dancing in the ring, laughing and singing, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty so merrily that he threw down his bundle and joined in their dance and their song with great energy. He danced so amazingly and amused them so much by turning back somersaults that they thought it the greatest pity in the world that so brisk a little man should be spoilt by having a great hump on his back. So they took some water from the pond in little golden cups and each fairy emptied her own tiny vessel on the hunchback, singing the while, Go away, ugly hump! Then they again joined hands and danced around him till his hunch had quite disappeared. Whereupon he romped more gaily than before, and was so glad and merry he could hardly sing Humpty Dumpty any more for laughing. After that, he kissed each of the fairies and ran home as fast as his little legs would carry him singing all the way, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, springing in the air and jumping over every obstacle. So glad was he to have got rid of his ugly hump. Now this little hunchback had a twin brother just as ugly and deformed as he had been himself. And when now the straightened little man came in at the cottage door, his brother was very much astonished to see him skipping about without his hunch and he naturally asked how he managed to get rid of his ugly deformity. Oh, said the woodcutter, it happened in a very curious way. 
I was out chopping sticks very early this morning in the woods when I suddenly saw three dear little fairies before me, dancing in a ring and singing, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. They were tripping so merrily that the desire seized me to join in their dance. So I boldly took them by the hand and joined in the ring, singing with them, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty. They seemed like this very much, for when they got tired of dancing, they took some water from the pond and poured it over my back. They sang, go away, go away, ugly hunch. And sure enough, my ugly hunch was gone. The twin brother was very much surprised at the strange story he had just heard. Naturally enough, he did not quite care about being known as the hunchback woodcutter, whilst his brother looked so erect and handsome. In fact, he was not only jealous of his brother, but most anxious to be as good-looking. He therefore thought the best plan would be to at once seek out the fairies and get them to be as kind and as useful to him as they had been to his brother. He therefore started off at a run for the enchanted glades, determined to get rid of his hump as his brother had done. Unfortunately, he was so afraid of being too late that he ran himself quite out of breath and was tired out by the time he reached the three little fairies, who were dancing and singing as gaily as ever. The poor little fellow could neither sing nor dance, and had not sufficient breath left to cut a caper or turn back somersault. This disappointed the little fairies very much. Presently, they all joined hands, taking the little hunchback with them, and began their special dance, singing, Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty! But he got so confused and giddy from turning round so fast that instead of singing Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty, as the little fairies did, he would add, in his effort to please them, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall and kept on saying, sat on a wall, sat on a wall, which so annoyed the fairies that when they took the water out of the pond in their little golden cups and poured it over his back, Instead of singing, Go away, ugly hump, they sang, Hunch, get twice as big as before, which it did immediately, and was then such a terrible size that it was so frightful to look at, and so heavy that he had to crawl on his hands and knees all the way home. Circle of fairy ring 
You won't want to leave and forever you'll stay where the vision is bright as spring. Come and dance the wild fairy dance, spin in a circle as fast as light. Once you begin, you are caught in a trance and the world can grow old in a single night. When I closed my eyes to the shimmering light, all memory faded and I could see that a mushroom circle of red and white and myriad fairies surrounded me. That was Dance of the Wild Fairies by Gary Stadler and Wendy Rule. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Yule Christian Pagan episode once again, because that is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. I'm thrilled to invite you to join me in something exciting for my podcast. I'm conducting two polls, and I genuinely want to hear your thoughts. I'm on the lookout for a new logo. I'm on the lookout for a new logo, and I'd love your input to assist me in choosing the perfect one. You can find the links in the show notes or find the QR codes on both the blog and Substack page. After the votes are counted, I'll reveal the winning logo. This design will then go head-to-head with four new contenders. I'm expecting the logo that resonates most with all of you to become the fresh face of the Music and the Goddesses Vault podcast. This logo will undergo three months of competition. If it succeeds, that will be the chosen one for my podcast. Now on to the second poll, revisiting one of my earlier episodes. Same deal, you can find the links in the show notes and the QR codes in the blog and Substack page. This poll will be ongoing. You have an entire month to make your decision. No need to wait, take action now. Click away. This is your opportunity to create a lasting impact, and I'm excited to see the direction you'll take the show on. Do you have a show topic, 
a spirit guide, or a dream symbol in mind? Share it on my website at goddesswhat1.wixsite.com forward slash home or on popular social media platforms such as Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, X, Mastodon, and Threads. I'm eager to hear your ideas. Calling all Canadian pagan musicians, I'd be thrilled to connect with you, so don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'd love to explore and feature more incredible Canadian pagan music. If you'd like to be the first to listen to the newest episodes, you can subscribe to the newsletter at musicgoddesswealth.substack.com. The last song that I will be playing for you is on Midwinter's Day by Down the Bard. Blessed be. Voices will sing for the rising sun on mid. 
Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. <laughs> 